then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello and welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Mickey. And my name is Sam. We are your hosts and we are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome. I'm going to start off the show by saying this show is recorded in real life, in real time. Things happen around us. We have two dogs, two cats, two husbands, two kids, and a mother living with us. <laughs> two is, a, is a, a, a number for us, it sounds like. It's, it is. Two, two, two. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, life happens around us. We do our best to record this podcast when we know, we hope we're going to have a moment of quiet. But even in this intro, you're going to hear mom cooking and dancing in the background. Um, that's life and we don't apologize for that that's just the type of show that we deliver so welcome okay so we are introducing Makosi to you today and I mean this has been a manifestation for us because we we discovered her a couple of years ago yeah so the fact that she's on our podcast right now is kind of crazy and she found us yeah this is like we did not message her pardon me yeah. like her team reached out to us and said can we be on your podcast and then I didn't answer right away because I was like I don't know how to answer to Makosi and then they they emailed again and they were like we really want to be on your podcast yeah like um hello yeah like, oh, yeah. Like, oh my god like what an honor this yeah. is so let me introduce you to Makosi formally so Makosi Najesser the Royal Shaman is an authentic African shaman specializing in personal development and energetic alignment. She is a human potential expert and spiritual ascension master. Makosi helps create powerful transformations that amplify success, and she teaches individuals how to achieve limitless abundance through synarchy. I had to look that word up. It's a word uh, for energetic alignment. Google it. It's worth it. Through her groundbreaking modality, the energetics of euphoria, Makosi teaches her clients and guides to ground themselves in the feeling of bliss, calling in the state of euphoria on a whim, regardless of external circumstances. Mm. I know. That's really good. Oh, sounds so good. A fully initiated Sanusi Zulu shaman, I hope I'm saying this right, and trained in ancient Egyptian spirituality through the Dogon myth. The Dogon Mystery School. How amazing does that sound? Mm -hmm. Dogon Mystery School. Makosi now works as a spiritual guide and authentic shaman to help serious seekers fulfill their highest potential, mindfulness, and metaphysics mastery through her groundbreaking modality, the energetics of euphoria. Makosi works privately with highly successful individuals to create a potent pathway to a sacred and soul-fulfilling life. She's been featured in Refinery29, Entrepreneur, Pop Sugar, Business Insider, Authority, Nikki Swift, Thrive Global, and on KTLA5, and now on our manifestation <laughs> journey. You're welcome, Makosi. Um, quite an impressive bio we have yeah. for her there. Oh. To be in the her presence mm -hmm. is magic. Mm -hmm. Like there's just she has this like a commanding presence about very, her. Very, and it's it's luxurious mm -hmm. and decadent mm -hmm. and like soulful. 
And I mean, not to mention she's gorgeous. So it's like she has this smile that's like so energetic that you're just like, that like hits you, you know, like she's just so beautiful. But inside and out, like mm-hmm. you can just feel how connected she is. Yeah. There were some pretty intense breakthroughs that I had during this conversation with her. One of which, you know, she I'm on her email list and have been since I found out about her. And she talks about how she sometimes receives a lot of flack for being a shaman and charging so much because she specializes in people who can afford her, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. And she said it's a gradual way. She explains that whole story, but she gets flack for it because it's like, shouldn't you be giving this information away for free? You're just a spiritual shaman. Like they're hard on her for it. Mm -hmm. And her response is like, no, like my work I work with people who influence thousands of people. Yeah. Like my work is extremely valuable because if I can say something that clicks in that person's mind, all of those lives are affected. Mm -hmm. It's such a beautiful way of being embodying your highest gifts and your highest self, Mm -hmm. you know, like what your purpose is here on the planet. Such Mm -hmm. an inspiration. And the other big breakthrough I had with her was learning not to manifest your desires or your object, like objects, cars, things. We all want those things, but that's not what you're supposed to focus on. Mm-hmm. What you're supposed to focus on is the person, the identity. You are to manifest your ideal identity. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about that every day since. <laughs> like the embodiment of the person that you, you want to become. That you want to become. That's what you're actively... has all the things. Right. But it is the the person how she bees in the world right that's that's what you're actively manifesting mm. you're not like visualizing visualizing yourself in the car although that can help if you're visualizing your identity but that identity is the focus yeah brilliant and yeah. she goes into better detail in this but in the way she says it but i was like dang like yeah. that one hits yeah 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 and for me um it's actually pretty interesting because at the time of the recording what she had said she says in the episode, the most important thing mm. is like, she's like, most important thing. Yeah. Like bottom line. Bottom line. Yeah. Is your connection with source, mm-hmm. your connection with spirit, mm-hmm. your relationship with spirit. That is the most important thing. Yeah. And at the time of the recording, it didn't land for me. Yeah. I was just like, okay. Well, it's kind of like, yeah, that, you know, it's that like, sounds, like yeah. any other tile you see on Instagram or it's yeah. like connect to your inner being and source. And like, we're like, yeah, OK, yeah, I've heard that before, but it doesn't didn't land until I now until now. Yeah. And we actually at the time of this recording, we haven't really spoken about my energy work that I've been doing and the yeah. meditation that I've been doing. But really what having had the experience of connecting with source and connecting with higher power. I see the value in that. Mm. And I understand now, yeah, she's right. Like, this is the most important relationship that you can have. Um, And until you do it, it's like so many other things that, you know, meditate, drink water, eat well, exercise, like all again, all the things, your connection with source. Right. All of these things we know are, yes, that sounds like a good idea. But genuinely Mm. doing those things. Yeah makes a huge difference yeah yeah and you'll you'll see you'll see that transform in your life if you do commit to that practice Mm -hmm. and it's like above all else like it's that almost that abraham quote that's like i don't have time to meditate and abraham's like 
It's the only thing you should have time for. Yeah. The only thing you should prioritize is meditation. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing. Like, I don't have time to journal. I don't have time. And I, I'm totally victim of this. Like, or is that the word that I want to use? Like, no, guilty. I'm guilty of this. Mm. Um, I do this all the time. Like, I'm a mom of two kids. I don't have time for this. It's like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not true. If I made it a priority, I would definitely have time for it. And it's something that I'm actively working on as part of the identity that I'm manifesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is something that uh, it kind of sounds like old news. Like it's yeah. like, oh yeah, meditate. But it's like, no, seriously, guys. Like, I know. It's like, we just need to keep saying it. We need to keep repeating it so that people hear it and then they actually do it, right? It's yeah. like every, it's almost every episode we should just open with, have you meditated today? Stop, pause this podcast, meditate for 10 minutes. Okay, come back. Yeah. You know, like it's one of those things that really needs to be integrated in our culture and our way of being. Yeah. Um, and we're actively working on that right now. Yeah. So I hope you hear that message today, but among so many other just like get into your brain good stuff you know like stuff that I believe will land with people yeah um I just to be able to spend over an hour with her yeah I'm like we can't afford this (laughs) (laughs) it's so true that is the beauty of this podcast for us is we get to interview people and we don't have to pay for their hour long coaching call with us. Yeah. That's not what it is, but it on a general scale for yeah. everybody listening, that's yeah. what they're offering. Yeah. And it's like, this is like, you're, you're so lucky to be able to receive this for free. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so awesome that so, this is for free. Exactly. So valuable. And yeah. like, again, I can't believe that they reached out to us. I'm like, Oh my God, I just feel so honored. Um, but yeah, that's like the value you're going to receive from yeah. this is just like, we literally can't, you can't, well, maybe you can't afford it, but <laughs> we personally can't afford this hour with her, but we will be able to. The yeah. identity that I'm manifesting, we go, like, oh yeah, I talked to Makosi three times this week. It was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I believe the time that we are recording this podcast too, it was December of 2021. And she talks about releasing a book soon, mm-hmm. um, which I believe, I think they were aiming for the end of 2022. So just like understand that timeline and what we're, what we're saying there. But yeah, I just, I really, really hope you enjoy this conversation. It was um, very insightful and groundbreaking is the word I want to use. Mm-hmm. Like there was some deeply insightful things said and I'm just, I feel very honored to be able to uh, amplify this message from her to all of our listeners. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like we're just, we got to receive it and now we're echoing it to everybody else. And I'm like, I just, let us know, please reach out to us um, and let us know if you had any ah ahas with this, because I I have no doubt that you will. And we love hearing from you. (laughs) So any way you can reach out and communicate to us and tell us that you're listening and that something clicked with you would be really, really amazing. We just love hearing it. Um, And there's so many ways you can do that. Like you can leave a review on the podcast or you can DM us or you can screenshot this episode and tag her and us in it. And, you know, there's so many ways that you can tell us that you're listening and that it's working for you, Mm -hmm. you know, because that is the whole purpose of this podcast is to like inspire you to live your best life. And if you can reach out. Maybe you've thought about it before. Maybe you've been listening for a long time and you're like, I've been meaning to reach out. This is your sign. <laughs> reach out to us. We love, love, love hearing from you. And Sam and I will respond. Like, yeah, we're not big Instagram. enough yet. We don't have a team yet. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're in the beginning stages. Yeah. So we, one of us will respond to you. And I looked today at our insights. We've got listeners all over the world. I see you, UK. I see you, Germany. I see you, India and Myanmar and Australia and Peru. Ecuador? Ecuador. Like, come on. I know you're up there. I know you're listening. I see you. <laughs> Reach out to us. We would we would just really love to hear from you. Um, okay. Let's not take any more time. I'm just so excited. I hope you enjoy this episode deeply. And yeah, really enjoy your time with Makosi. Here she is. We would like to take a quick pause from the show to share something with you that we've been working on for quite some time. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Introducing Instant Upgrade, the guidance program we have developed after much consideration over the past few months. Instant Upgrade is a series of packages that we have designed to help you manifest your dream life in a way that only works for you. Although there are many other programs out there that have served many people, us included, we realized we were looking for more of a tailored approach to our specific needs and desires. Over the past couple of years, we have been a part of one-on-one coaching as well as group masterminds, but we got to thinking, wouldn't it be cool if our clients could have the best parts of both? With one-on-one, you receive all of the focus for one hour with the perspective of one person. With a mastermind, you receive many perspectives and more support, but you have to share your time. This is where we come in. You get the perspective of two people with diverse understandings of the universe who are genuinely invested in your success. I have a degree in behavioral psychology and I am a generator energy type. And I have a bachelor of arts and I'm a projector energy type. Both of us have heavily invested in our own spiritual growth and development and we are ready to pass on all of our knowledge to you. Let's create a specific strategy for you to begin living your best life. In Instant Upgrade, we will give you custom strategies, exercises, and home play, not homework, to help you shift into alignment with ease. And if this is at all speaking to you, don't wait to sign up because spots are limited. To learn more, visit our website at ourmanifestationjourney.com or click the link in the show notes. We can't wait to plurk with you and help you create your dream life. And now, back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. This is Mickey. And I'm Sam. Hi, welcome. And today we have a very special guest. I'm a little starstruck. We're a little bit starstruck. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. Okay, um, so this is someone who I have been aware of for, oh God, two years, two year years. and a half. Two yeah. years. You can probably answer this, the rest of this question, or define this for us a bit further. Um, and I know her as Makosi, the Royal Shaman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've talked about you actually multiple times on yeah. our podcast. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, I just have all, the, I just have all the feels right now. I'm just so excited. Um, you just heard the formal introduction. So without further ado, we're just going to introduce Makosi. Hi, Makosi. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I had no idea that you've talked about me on <laughs> podcasts before. And I mean, what is more appropriate? Like when you speak things into the universe the universe conspires to make it happen and it brought us together. And now here we are to create some magic, hopefully drop some gems that someone needs to hear. Yes, exactly. And like the magic, like there's, 
I feel like just the magic that that surrounds you, like you can feel it. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. Um, congratulations on your new website. It's gorgeous. We've been looking through it and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's a real snake. She's got a real snake around her neck. <laughs> That is the most common question I've been getting. People are like, oh my gosh, was this photoshopped in? I'm like, no, nah, it's legit. Nah, it's a legit snake. Yeah. That was that was one of the things I was like, I have to have this. That's yeah, so cool. it's so cool. Well, and it goes into what we've been learning about you, like digging a little bit deeper, um, what you call serpent wisdom. And we're like, what is this about? Like, there's so many questions that I want to ask, but I just want to jump into that right now because I like want to know. So what's, what's the serpent wisdom? What's going on with that? Uh, so the serpent is an, a super ancient symbol that has been um, really connects cultures all over the world from um, ancient Egyptians to the Australian Aborigines, the Mayans and Aztecs. I mean, Hinduism. There's so many ancient cultures that revered the serpent symbol, mainly for its ability to um, catalyze transformation. So it symbolizes the shedding of layers that are no longer serving, uh, as well as healing. So you'll probably have some symbols come to mind, like in... um, in medicine, right? We have yeah. uh, symbolism for uh, doctors as well as on the side of ambulances, so on and so forth. It also symbolizes mastery over um, mastery over the dark, mastery over the subconscious suppressed aspects of ourselves that we aren't willing to look at. And um, th- this is why we see so many divinities in their symbolism, we have them like with a, like Shiva has a serpent wrapped his neck, right? There's this symbolism of being able to recognize these aspects and overcome them, but not uh, deny them or see them as evil, but simply to recognize that they're there and integrate and accept mm-hmm. them can then ascend as well. Um, And then, of course, I think a lot of your listeners may be familiar with um, the Kundalini, right? And so the rainbow serpent, you'll also see on my website, there's a little white serpent as well. And uh, for me, I'm connected directly with the white or the rainbow serpent. And that is symbolizing the opening of all of the chakras, right? And so as each of those chakras open, we have this kundalini energy that rises from the root all the way up and extends out into the universe. And it opens us up to be able to be a clear channel and receive from the universe as well. It has so many layers, but we won't spend the entire podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a good explanation though. Like that helps because when, when you see it, you're like serpent wisdom, like it just sounds so mystical, but you broke it down so beautifully. So I just love that with, I didn't know that about the Kundalini energy. And that's something that you are really good at. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've been tapped into, but you just started to as well. It's something we're both able to do. And honestly, quite frankly, don't know a whole lot about, like, it's just something that found us mm-hmm. and we posted a video about it and people were like, Oh yeah, this is Kundalini. Did it? And we're like, what? Like we just <laughs> didn't know. So that's really helpful to understand yeah, that that's part of it. Layer to it. More research to do. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So I have to, I have to ask you to tell your story because so when we first heard about you, it was when you were on Catherine's and Kina's podcast. That was the first time that I was exposed to who you were and um, your story of how you became a shaman is unbelievable. It was to the point where I, I think I was halfway through and I'm, I'm like, Sam, you have to listen to this. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, Sam, listen to this story. Like yeah. it's unreal. Yeah. So if you could share with our listeners, your incredible story. Um, I know obviously you can't tell like your whole life story in like <laughs> an hour, but like <laughs> if you could tell us like, you know, basically your manifestation journey, what, what happened for you, you know, that puts you on this path of like intense, amazing ancient wisdom, spirituality, and into where you are today. Um, it's funny because that was over a year ago, right? It was, I think we recorded that. Well, at this point it's probably been 18 months. Yeah. And um, since then there's been an, a really interesting addition to to that story that I think will, you all will probably find really interesting. And it's a very full circle um, moment that's happened. Amazing. So um, if I start anywhere, I really have to start with um, really my, my birth, my mom, she's actually pretty sensitive, even though she's kind of denied it for many years, but she had dreams and got certain messages about who I was before I was born. Um, and of course she named me in accordance with that. And from a very young age, as far back as I can remember, I remembered the last time that I was here as an oracle or a priestess of the goddess Isis in Egypt. I remembered exactly the, like what temples, certain ceremonies. I would be telling my mom when I was like three, four or five years old, how to mummify me when I die and <laughs> like all kinds of weird, crazy stuff. Wow. Um, which I had never had any exposure to because I grew up in very small town, West Virginia. This was not like uh, part, I was not, I didn't, I wasn't exposed to um, spiritual circles. I grew up in the church and um, also have some Amish Mennonite family. So I lived with them as well, in a very conservative um, uh, upbringing. So from a very young age, in addition to those uh, memories. I also had spiritual gifting, but I really just kind of brushed it off. <laughs> I would see spirits and um, get just certain, I would just know certain things. I would be able to see people for who they really are, and so on and so forth. Um, very young, but for me, all of that was just kind of like, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Kind of like a side, just a little thing about me. I didn't, I didn't focus on it or try to develop it. For me, um, my mother was a single teen mom. And so growing up, my entire focus was on achievement, like getting out of small town, West Virginia, making something of myself, not falling, you know, not getting pregnant, as a teenager, because my mother struggled in that way. And so for me, it was like books, education, I'm going hard. And so I was always like top of my class, overachiever, slight perfectionist <laughs> type of kid. So fast forward, um, I end up going to college and I really had no idea what I wanted to be. 
It was just like, I want to go to college because that's what you do to make something of yourself. And so in college, I changed my degree, my, my major multiple times. Um, and eventually I landed on, I'm going to go pre-med. I'm going to take all of the electives. And I was also at the same time getting business and marketing degrees just because there was like overlap happening. So I ended up graduating with, with <laughs> almost all of my um, prerequisites for med school and two degrees. So during that time, I had this really incredible, well, it was incredibly difficult, but also miraculous experience um, trying to get pregnant. My husband and I, I struggled with infertility and we tried for over a year to get pregnant. And when I finally got pregnant, I had this just incredible knowing that my life was about to change. And I really just like stepped into motherhood. Like (laughs) I was like fully in it. And I was like, this, this is probably going to be my only opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so my whole life really started to be focused on becoming a mother. So my pregnancy was really difficult. I spent six months of my pregnancy on bed rest because my body kept trying to miscarry. Um, And then after having him, I ended up in the hospital for five days because I developed postpartum preeclampsia. Wow. So I had all of this like trauma around having him while I was in my senior year of college. This is my last year of school. So all that trauma, but then he comes and I see him and I'm like, well, I mean, you just want to give them the world, right? You just want to like, whatever I thought I was about to be doing, Mm. none of that matters. Let me put that off to the side, you know? And so here I am. He was born in November. I graduated um, the following day. And I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't go to med school. I just couldn't see myself spending all the hours studying and then like, oh, I'm going to have to spend 60, 70, 80 hours in, in residency. I just couldn't see that for my future. And this being most likely my only child, Mm. by the way, he's nine and he is my only one at this Uh point. So I, I had a good, like, it was a good call for me to make that decision. So I decide I'm not going to med school. Instead, I'm going to work at Target because that was the only job that I could get. So I go and get oh a God, job. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Royal Shaman worked at Target. I'm sorry. I worked at Target. <laughs> I still love Target and shop. I, most days I'm at Target. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm a manager at Target and um, wow. uh, uh, still this theme around really just wanting to be a mother. And I just had this intuitive hit. I ended up at a, um, a party for pure romance, which is like a direct sales company that focuses on sex toys. 
Um, (laughs) And I just saw this opportunity and I dove right in. I came home and I, I told my husband, I was like, I'm really sick of dropping my son off at daycare every day. Like I want to be with him all day, every day while he's little. And so I saw this opportunity and I'm like, I want to, I want to start my own business. So I ordered my, my kit on Friday. I put in my two weeks notice on Monday and went all in. I never recommend anyone to do that because it was super scary. Um, I did fail at first. Um, three months in, it was doing really well. Everything crashed and burned once I ran out of uh, my circle. But then somehow I just found some grit inside. And all of a sudden I exploded and made it to one of the top. Um, so they have like different boards board levels. And so I made it to the top 2% of that company within nine, nine months. Yeah. Nine months. Wow. Yeah. It was absolute with a baby, with a baby. (laughs) He was one. Okay. (laughs) That's crazy. He was one. Wow. So if anyone knows anything about like direct sales or network marketing, Part of what happens when you are succeeding is you're getting to experience like the lifestyle, right? So I'm getting flown out for free trips to Vegas and like mansion parties with the CEO and designer handbags, right? And so here I am, I'm like 25 and I'm a mom. I've got the, I've got the hot husband. (laughs) I've got this gorgeous baby and I'm living, quote unquote, the life, right? I'm like working right. from home. It's everything everyone thinks that they want. That's right. And yeah, right? Everyone thinks they want that. Yeah. And I actually loved what I was doing, but there was still something missing. Mm. And I was like, man, I don't know what this is, but there's something more for me. And so it started to enter this phase of my life where I was just seeking my calling, seeking what I was here for. And so I I started to ask the universe questions literally out loud, (laughs) just started speaking. And all of a sudden, this is a few months later after kind of hitting that peak, um, I'm on Facebook and this insane, crazy serendipitous string of events happened my, um, I'm on Facebook and one of my favorite professors from like my freshman year, who's this little old African man, um, pops up on my people, you may know. And I immediately add him and I'm like, what are you doing on Facebook? Because you hate social media. Like, how are you here? He said, well, it's crazy. I'm in, I'm a student of this mystery school and I'm sitting here with a fellow student, she made this profile for me and get this, she recognized your last name and she went to high school. She was on the track team with my husband in an entirely different state. Wow. Okay. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, what? That's crazy. Um, Tell me more about this school because there's something here. My gut was telling me. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, um, we're going to have this um, 
it's called a fruit and honey ceremony. We're going to have this ceremony and I want you and I want you and your husband to come and, you know, bring your son. So we arrived at this ceremony and I walk in and all of the ancient Egyptian divinities are everywhere. And I just, for the first time had this, I just paused and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Like this was destined to happen. I just knew. So that was my door and I stepped into my first spiritual initiation. And so that was where I was studying um, with the Dogon. There's essentially ancient Egyptian spirituality. And I spent three years in that initiation um, studying here in the U.S., but also traveling to West Africa specifically. Um, So if anyone is familiar with these sorts of um, like any indigenous um, spiritual system that has an initiatic process, typically divination is part of that. So divination is a kind of reading where um, it's not like a psychic reading where they're like telling you what's going on and what your future is. Divination is more of like a, a diagnosis type. It's a diagnostic spiritual tool where they're examining who you are, like who you are spiritually, who your soul is, um, root causes of issues that are popping up in your life and prescriptions for how to uh, resolve those. And every divination that I had, it kept coming up. You're here to be um, a priestess. You're here to be a truth teller. You're here to be a prophet, so on and so forth. And so I knew that I was going to have to initiate into that at some stage. But I thought like, I have a little baby, okay? At this point, (laughs) he's like a toddler, right? And I'm traveling to and from. Um, I'm thinking like, yeah, when I'm like uh, 50, right? Like, (laughs) I would be thinking exactly the same thing. Yeah. 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 No one would think, oh, in a couple years, right? So (laughs) yeah, I'm in the midst of all this, Um, my health is getting worse. So I was really struggling for over a decade with health issues. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just had this, I kept getting these dreams and these insights and I kept being guided. So when I left that initiation, um, I had this dream. And in the dream, I saw myself and I was learning from someone who looked like me. And I woke up so confused. I was like, this is weird. Like, was I like teaching myself? Like, what was that? Well, a year later, I'm super sick with this horrible migraine that I knew had spiritual cause. And everything at this point, it's like, it's at its peak health wise. And I said out loud, I was like, very frustrated. (laughs) And I was like, ancestors, spirit guides, like any divinities, whoever is with me and whoever's listening, whatever I have to do, I don't care what it is. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how much money it costs. I will do it. And I meant it. And as soon as I said the last word, my phone went ding. And there's message 
a Facebook message actually. And it was this woman and she goes, um, she goes, are you a healer? And I said, no, not yet, but I know that I'm called. And she goes, yeah, some spirit just told me to connect with you. Um, we had no, we had no like actual connections. Somehow we ended up on Facebook together and get this. She looks very, people think that we are sisters. Wow. So she became my spiritual mother (laughs) and she lives in South Africa. I ended up traveling to South Africa where I was initiated to become, um, a Sangoma or, um, at this level, they would probably call me a Sanusi, which is, um, an Oracle or a soothsayer, a truth teller, spiritual teacher, um, advisor type of, um, calling. And then that brings me here. Wow. Okay. And so, well, I mean, we have most likely would have said it in the introduction. Yeah. But what that means is you are a, you help the elite, like you help people who have made it and show them that there is much, much, much more that is there for them that they're not they won't they haven't uncovered yet i know you've written it down i'm not really saying it right yeah i mean we have written a bunch of notes here but yeah like it's um i don't know yeah you you say right here right here right (laughs) this generation's divine oracle a spiritual guide for the elite empire builders i don't even know this iconic classic is that right iconic classic influencers and (laughs) achievers of the highest order um Yes. I'm so fascinated in this because it's like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people who wake up to, to the matrix or whatever you want to call it. And that life could be better. Um, but your tweak on it, which is fascinating is people that have made it, I'm using air quotes, nobody can see it, but us, um, (laughs) but like, you know, they've made it right. And then they're not feeling fulfilled they're not like there's more right they know that there's more but they don't know what more is because like technically they're successful and they've made it so what more could they want and like you you've tapped into this specific niche of people who are like you say like elite empire builders and all of that i should let you elaborate on this but we just think this is really cool and we would love to hear you speak on it a bit more um so this is actually this is the full circle moment. So I actually just got back from Egypt a couple weeks ago. Um, and while I was in Egypt, I made my way to the temple of Isis, which was where I remembered myself dying, uh, in a very specific area that's not in pictures. And uh, so I go to the temple and I sit right where I died the last time that I was here and I'm holding some of these tools that were made specifically for me that are their tools of power. And I open myself up to, to ask like some key questions about my calling, what I'm here for, like why I remembered that and what this like full circle moment was. Mind you, this is like, December. <laughs> this was just in November. Okay. Wow. So wow. I'm still like processing everything. Yeah. 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 But 
um, the insight that I got um, from that moment, spirit showed me and told me that this is an opportunity that my role here is really to embody and bring back the oracle wisdom or the, um, yeah, the embodiment of the ancient oracle in modern times. Um, a lot of people don't know this still is a practice, right? Like even the Dalai Lama, he has an oracle and it's, he's a woman. She's a woman. Right. And so, um, in ancient times up until approximately 2000 years ago, this was like the predominant, um, way of interacting with the divine there would be an oracle who usually was a woman and this oracle who was connected with the divine would serve as an advisor to the leaders so that used to be right your your pharaoh your kings your queens maybe chiefs of like tribes lords so on and so forth right this happened in Greece as well. This is not just exclusive to, to Egypt. Mm -hmm. And so this person would be advising on matters of uh, societal importance. Right. And so I, when I, whenever I'm working with these clients, that is the, the vision to align them with their highest calling because it's affecting so many people mm-hmm. as well as um, the Oracle would open themselves up to share and teach with the masses directly. Like I'm doing here mm. in a, in a podcast interview. Right. right. And yeah, so right. it's not that like, Oh, the only people who can access mm. this person you have to be elite. No, there's a specific reason for that. And the teachings, so on and so forth, are for everyone. And so mm-hmm. it's like these two roles that I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So cool. Because it's, it's, it is fascinating. Because when you start on this, your manifestation journey and you, you know, you've been initiated and you're like, okay, I'm a shaman now. Who, who do I get to help? Who do I get to serve? And you know, I guess this is turning into more of a question, like, how did you know it was the Kings and Queens you were supposed to serve? And where did you start with that? Like, did you just knock on some person's (laughs) door and be like, Hey, pay me money. Cause I'm like really in tune with like God and stuff, you know, like, how did you do that? Yeah, no. So whenever we quote unquote graduate, so we have certain ceremonies and once you've completed and you receive your name and all of that or your title, um, then you're like sent home, you put up a shingle and you essentially like open up the doors and you begin the process. So we see initiation as literally just starting you. <laughs> it's yeah. just the first phase. And then now your ancestors, your guides, so on and so forth are now initiating you. Um, and so I came home from South Africa in um, fall of 2018 and 
opened, quote unquote, opened up my, my doors. And I just started doing individual um, sessions. At that time, I was still using um, certain tools. I was still um, operating in a, in a typically uh, traditional Sangoma or Zulu shaman way. And um, over time, you begin getting insight into it's step. It's a step-by-step process. I never in a million years would have thought or imagined or even necessarily wanted to like, Oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to work with celebrities and, you know, high level CEOs because most of us we're like super heart centered and we have all types of BS stories about who people are like judgment, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, they don't need help because blah, 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 blah. I need to help, you know, the, the people around me and they also need help, but, um, I had to go where I was called. Mm -hmm. I had to go where my gifting can serve at the highest level. Right. And, and the highest level doesn't mean in the hierarchy of like they're better or worse. It's just about capacity. It's just about, um, value and usefulness for the gifting. And my gifting has to do with um, farsightedness, um, omniscience, the ability to see and know things coming on a, on a big level. Um, So they actually started coming to me. (laughs) Right. That's what, what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing that happened, um, you know, pandemic hit, then we had that whole situation with George Floyd. Um, and I was in James Wedmore's, um, one of his containers and he made a post asking a question. And I just literally felt called to write one little sentence. I said, I want to see people speaking about, um, about consciousness on this matter and the root causes of these issues. And so James reached out to me and was like, Hey, do you want to come on my podcast and talk about this? Cause no one's talked about that. Mm. And so I get on James's podcast. Um, it got tons of traction and Catherine heard James's podcast. Right. Right. She then invited me on her podcast. We wrapped up the first one. And at the end she was like, I don't, I, I need to know, like, what can we talk about possibly working together? And then she became a client. Um, and since then, that has just like called in and there's been um, some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs, mm. um, celebrities, so on and so forth, who have come. I don't go seeking. I still have yet That's to crazy. pay for a single well, I take that back. I spent $100 in Facebook ads <laughs> back in um, 2000. I love that. I love it. I love that. Well, it's, it's that like that teaching, right? That it's like, I don't chase, I attract. I just have to say this. This is crazy because like, I only know about James Wedmore and I only know about Catherine. And it's like the two people that were so influential in your journey. I'm like... 
kind of blown away. By blown it. away. Sam doesn't listen to a podcast. We have one and she talks on it, but she doesn't <laughs> listen to podcasts. So I true. listen to a lot of podcasts. So like yeah. I do all of like the tech and stuff like that. But Sam's like, I'll show up and talk. Like that's <laughs> great. Yeah. Like I'm just here. I'm just here because this is really fun. And, but I don't do any of the background stuff and yeah. I'm not a big podcast listener. I listen to some, but, but you know, James Odmore and you know, yes. <laughs> this is why so it's funny. like, obviously, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm sure you experience it all the time, but it's like, wow, we're so close. Like we're just so connected and we're so close to, cause I listened to that episode of you and Catherine, like, well, and we know how, like on your website too, you've got Catherine's little quote that says you were instrumental in her first over. She finally broke a million and it wasn't just broke it. She friggin' blew it out of the water. Yeah. Um, 1.8 million, I think was that launch that you helped her with. And I remember saying to Sam, I was like, oh my God, Catherine, Catherine, Catherine did, did it. it. And she did it with Makosi. Like yeah. that I told, I'm like, they did it together. Like I was like so excited for both of you guys. Cause I was like, look at what happens, right? Like look yeah. what happens when the two of you can come together and like fulfill your gifts and the amount of people that you're helping and everything. I was like, I felt like I knew you both. And I was like, yeah. I'm just so happy for that. Like, this is just so wonderful. So it is really crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I love that. I love that story. It's so brilliant. So good. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey... I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, there was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity and I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability you do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's our manifestation journey.com slash Mickey Channeling. M I C K I C H A N N E L I N G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. 
And now back to the show. So we have a quote and it kind of goes along with um, what we were just talking about. But this quote, um, so on your website, it says, she, Makosi, she rejects the notion that we must wait on the universe to define our next steps or that we need to hustle harder to achieve more. So the hustle and grind thing we get, yeah. like we're not into hustling and grounding, grinding, but we are interested in this notion that we must wait on the universe to define our next steps. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because that's fascinating to us. Yes. Um, so when people wake up to um, the notion that they are the creators of their reality, right? And so for some people, maybe their first introduction into that concept is like, oh, I'm going to go explore personal development because I figured out, you know, I can't control the external, but if I, you know, evolve myself, if I focus on my own growth, then I can create the kind of reality that I want, right? And most of it's driven by success, right? It's like, oh, I want to, you know, build a seven-figure business, I want a, this incredible car. I want designer handbags, whatever that is for you. And also some are exposed to manifestation, right? And so when we're exposed to manifestation, um, a lot of people misconstrue or misunderstand it to mean now I'm going to like completely surrender to the universe, right? So we talk about surrender all the time. And it is, it does not mean like you give up and you do nothing. <laughs> what it means. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like <laughs> I think about, um, for example, my um, experience getting onto James um, podcast, that actually was the culmination of years of experience. Like I started doing pageants when I was like 13 and speaking on stage and so on. And mm-hmm. I was evolving and developing myself way before. I didn't wait until that moment to prepare myself for that moment. Right. Right. Yeah. And so this is about you. Um, number one, feeling into who you desire to become. Right. It's not necessarily about the what you desire to get but who you desire to mm. become. Wow. Yeah, and you really step powerful. into that yeah. as you are um, stepping on that path and as you are evolving in that direction, then the universe comes and starts meeting you and showing you, right? So for me, it was like, um, I, I definitely have this desire to become a speaker right? It's not about like, oh, I want to get anything from it. It's, I have a desire to speak. Yes. Yes. And so as I'm evolving in that direction, I just start paying attention to um, the kinds of opportunities that the universe presents to me, the the kinds of people that Mm -hmm. the universe brings to me, right? And all of that is, starts to show me things, And sometimes maybe I have an interaction with someone the universe brought and it's horrible, right? I'm like, (laughs) oh, am I being punished? Like, that's not a thing. The universe is not doing that. that. But it's showing you perhaps that there's maybe certain qualities in this 
um, kind of person or in this kind of interaction that are not in alignment. And so now I'm, I'm taking the data from that and I'm learning, right? And so now I'm just continuing to go in the direction that the universe is showing me, which is how I got to this right. place. I didn't plan like, oh, I'm going to be um, a shaman to the elite blah, 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 blah. In fact, it's taken a quite a bit of, um, and I'm still in it. Like I'm still presented with, um, various challenges around what it means to be visible and public. And I'm like, man, my life is great. I've got a great kid. I live in a great place. Like I love my, my apartment, my husband, like this is awesome. But I had so much stuff, even as a kid around fame, Um, as a kid, I wanted to sing. I wanted to sing. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to be an author and, but I didn't want to be famous because for me, I equated fame with, um, not being able to be safe, not being able to have privacy. Right. right. And so I'm having to unpack all of that as I'm being guided on my path. Right. I love that. I love that answer. I love that answer too, of just instead of asking, you know, and focusing so much on what you want, right? Like I definitely struggle with this. Like in the morning, it's all about, okay, like what, what am I doing? What do I want? And how do I get to what I want? Right. Instead of maybe asking the question, who do I want to be? How does, how does she be? Like, how does that, the, the person that, that has the level of success or whatever it is, how does she be in the world? And how, how can I be her today? Yeah. And enjoy the journey. You know, we get when we're so focused on the end goal all the time. Yeah. We essentially make ourselves miserable and we make ourselves suffer until we get to that point. And it's so short lived when we get to that point. Yeah. Like so true. A few days. So (laughs) you don't celebrate for long enough because you're just like on to the next thing. Like, oh my God, it's so true. Yes. So true. Yeah. And, it's, I think it's just challenging to just be in that present moment, right? Like yes. once you've received whatever it is, it's like you celebrate for a minute and then you're on to the next thing. Like it's yeah. just hard to be in that space. Yeah. We were saying sort of a quick little backstory on us, this, where we're living right now, this house, it took, well, once we started consciously manifesting, it took over a year, a year just yeah. a little over a year to manifest this amazing house. And I honestly don't think we have acclimated to us living here until now. Like it's yeah. been, we've been here a year now and it's like, I finally feel like I deserve to be here. I finally feel like, you know, that it's like, but it's, it took, it took that long. It's like, I celebrated for like, I don't know, maybe a month or something that was like, okay, I need to, I need to prove that I'm worth this place. And like, I was, you know, working all the time, like, you know, like it was just, it took over and it, I didn't embody it. And I feel like where I feel like I'm finally getting to a place where I'm like, okay, I live here. Like we've experienced all the seasons and I'm like, okay, like, you know, this is my house. And, but it took that was crazy. But I think it's because I didn't, I didn't fully embody it at the time. Like I didn't, I didn't take that time. I didn't, you know, it's like, I, I scrapped or I was like this, thank you next, you know, like I, I should have just really enjoyed it. It's such a valuable lesson for me because it took a long time of struggling until, um, until I, I feel as though I've acclimated finally to this, to this energy and can now call in the new things. 
<laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. One of the things that I see happen um, in, in the manifestation space in particular, um, when you're first exposed and you, and you're mastering manifestation, um, you can tend to manifest the thing, right? Like the house or the car or whatever it is. Yeah. And then your identity is playing catch up. That's and exactly so, what happened. Yeah. Yes. And and it can take a very long time. And sometimes, um, depending on what it is, you may unknowingly or subconsciously reject it. Yes. Right? Because your identity isn't there yet. And yes. so house, <laughs> I totally relate to this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so your house, I mean, it, it's it can be difficult to like, oh, I'm just gonna get up and move out of the house. But I see this happen like when people manifest a financial goal, right? Like, oh, all of a sudden I hit $50,000 a month, but their identity hasn't caught up. And now they're trying to scramble to get that identity. (laughs) And they they can't do it in the amount of time to like hold that. Right. This way of going about things, you become the identity first, right? So when the very first celebrity got booked on my calendar... Um, it actually was super, like, it, it, I felt very neutral about it. I wasn't like, wow, because I had been so focused on the identity piece. I was already, I've been that person that has celebrities on her calendar. I've been her for a while. Right. It was just now allowing the universe and time to catch up. Man, I love this so much. So mm-hmm. when you go it's about amazing. it that way, you are yeah. much less likely to to crash or, right. or but it's it can be very challenging to kind of go through that flip where now you're the you're like the conscious completely conscious creator of your identity yes and manifesting from there right oh my god so many light bulbs going off in my head right now. I want to tell you a really quick story about a car. Really quick story. Yes. My husband bought a car. Thinking, this is, this is the story. story. Yeah. So my husband had been searching for a car, his his dream car for years. And he finally fi- finds it on like a classifieds app that we have here in Canada. Um, he finally finds it. It's in mint condition. It's had one owner. It's a classic car. Um, it's had one owner. It's been in the guy's garage since they were new. It's been babied. It's never touched the snow. Like it's like, right. Perfect car. He takes, he buys the car. I'm at work. So I don't even see the car. He buys the car and he had it for three hours and he got in a car accident and wrecked it. Like some, uh, somebody like T-boned him. So he was doing all the right things. He was driving carefully. They T-boned the car. That was it. Goodbye car. So like devastating, right? Absolutely devastating. But he wasn't feeling deserving of the car. Like he wasn't, he didn't feel like it belonged to him. He didn't feel worthy of it. Like he was, he was driving really slow. He was worried, like all of these things. And he lost the car. And by similar sort of extension, my car, I've been on a roller coaster with my car because I manifested my dream car in June and I love this car, but I'm having identity issues. Like I look at it and I'm like, it's so beautiful. I don't know if I'm worthy of it. Like I actually have those thoughts and I've manifested an engine light to come on. Yeah. And now I, it's like three to $5,000 to fix it. Money that I don't have right now. So it's like, 
I'm, I know I like, as soon as I saw the engine light, I was like, I started laughing because I'm like, I know why you're there. Like it's, I know it's my fault. Energetically I'm rejecting it. Right. Like I know that I'm like pushing it away from me. So those are my two car stories. They're really good though. <laughs> They're just They're so really like, good. like, I mean, the three, having your dream car for three, three hours, hours, like that's, yeah, that's, it's that's crazy. Sad, that's some sad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's such a I mean, there is a good like I don't know how many years had passed, maybe five. Yeah. Five years later, he found the same car. He it's now in the driveway. He has it in the in the garage now. He knows better too. There's I'm like story. line up with your car. Like, you know, my manifestation stuff. I'm like, you're worthy of this car. You're worthy of this car. Like, I'm like <laughs> trying to like beat him over the head with it. And like nothing's happened to the car. He's had it months now. So yeah, yeah I feel like the car's safe. <laughs> yeah. Dodge that bullet. <laughs> crazy though eh? like they, there was even a cake made for him when he got his yeah. car like sam's husband got him a cake that was like congratulations oh. and Mace comes in and he's like yeah the car is not mine anymore. <laughs> it's like so sad it's the only time i saw him cry yeah i know yeah he's, he, really he, sad. he's not a crier and he cried that day it was awful um okay so on this topic and i find that so i've been on your email list since 18 months ago. So I like, you know, I've been like following along and knowing all your stuff. So, um, <laughs> big fan over here. Okay. Geeking out. Um, okay. So I, I remember this one email that came in from you that was like, you know, that you get asked questions a lot and you receive a lot of flack from the spiritual community about how much you charge and how much, like being a royal shaman to the kings, it's like, oh, like brilliant scheme. Like you're advising the the wealthy and you you know what I mean? Like it's it I I've seen how people can criticize you for what you do. Um, I have my own differentiating opinions for what they say, but I would like to hear your perspective on this because I really do feel like it will be helpful for people who feel called to do something but don't feel like they're worthy of it or that money should be exchanged or whatever. So I just want to hear your, your thoughts on this. If, if you don't mind elaborating. Yeah. Um, part of this. So I, I mentioned, um, kind of bringing into the present, this very ancient lineage of, of oracles and, and that role and bringing that into prominence. But part of it also has to do with, um, the upliftment and, uh, recognition of the spiritually gifted and their mm. value in society. So if we look at, and, and this is not me trying to like, oh, we need to just go back to the ancient ways. No, I'm trying to bring through something with the wisdom, but something very new. Mm. Um, but there was a way of perceiving, right? Like you had the kings and the queens, and then you had your your spiritual your spiritualists, your priests, your priestesses, your prophets, you know what I mean? Um, and even in ancient um, spiritual systems, and I'm kind of di differentiating that from, let's say, um, well, no, I don't even have to differentiate it because it's kind of still there. The idea that the king or the queen is like supposed to be the most spiritual person, mm. right? Like, they're supposed to be the representative of the divine on earth, right? There's a, an ancient mm -hmm. right. purpose from, from that. Right. They're chosen in that lineage, right? Yes. Right. right. Well, 
it's been kind of warped, but <laughs> the original seed is there. It's right. just been kind of warped. It, it wasn't right. meant to be the way that it's kind of been construed. Mm-hmm. Um, there were royal lineages. And from that, there would be, it would be um, the priests and priestesses deciphering who the most quote unquote spiritual of each of those lineages were. And then from that, they mm-hmm. essentially allowed the divine to choose. And then that person still had to go through an initiatic process, essentially showing evidence that, yes, indeed, I am, you know, ready to carry the spiritual responsibility because mm-hmm. it's about it's yes, there's a power component, but it's more about responsibility and sacrifice of your life for others. Um, sorry, I'm getting off track, but in the embodiment piece, if number one, um, I'm making the bold claim, maybe it's bold to some, but to those who really understand the spirit realm, there is nothing more important than your connection with spirit. Period. Hmm. What you're experiencing in your life is a symptom or an expression of how connected or how disconnected you Mm. are from spirit. Right. Period. So what would I look like devaluing it to Mm. be almost nothing? Mm. Right? Yes. And it isn't necessarily about the money itself. Right. Because energetically, one dollar is the same as a million dollars. Right. Most people can't wrap their heads around that. Yeah. But the money itself, um, there's a psychology to it and it has to do with the person. So depending on who the person is that I'm connecting with, like the where they are and their psychology, that is what the offer is going, that's what the investment's going to be Mm -hmm. because they have to have that. There has to be psychologically enough skin in the game for them to be able to receive what it is that they're there to receive. And it's going to directly correlate. So if I'm dealing with um, a client who has, you know, um, maybe an eight figure business, they've got a team of 20, they've, you know, they're, um, connected with, let's say, half a million followers. And I'm working with this one person, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. One shift in that person is now even more valuable because it's going to be shifting all of these people directly, right? Like with Catherine, let's take her as an example, because she's an amazing example, an embodied example Mm. of what it looks like when... Because when she had that shift, it's affected hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And so the investment component isn't just about her and what she's getting. It's about all of you who would listen to her, right? Or all of you who now get to receive her at her higher level gifting in her containers, right? Mm -hmm. It's, It's much bigger than... Oh, I'm just charging, you know, $50,000, $100,000, $250,000 in the grand 
things, that's a drop in the bucket because what we're dealing with here is something that has infinite ROI and not just, not just money. When I'm saying ROI, I mean ripple of impact. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I encourage everyone to start seeing themselves in this way. It says something whenever we spend a dollar, it's saying something about who we believe ourselves to be, Mm -hmm. right? I went to the grocery store this morning. I chose, I'm making stuffed shells for my husband and my son. Mm. My husband loves them. This is how I hooked him. Okay. This is my magic. (laughs) I made these stuffed shells. He became my husband. Okay. It's not Um, easy, guys. It's not easy. We're going to get so many emails. What's this recipe? (laughs) It's not easy. It takes so much time. But I go to get the ricotta cheese. Okay. And there's two kinds. There's the, the typical standard American kind. There's the organic kind. That's twice as much. I buy the organic. And when I invest in that, I'm making a statement to the universe that I am someone who cares about my health. I'm someone who cares about the environment. I'm someone who cares about chemicals in their food, so on and so forth. And that then has a a ripple, right? Because then more organic products start showing up on shelves. More people start becoming aware. You see how this works, right? And so I have to start being more mindful about, well, what am I actually investing Mm. in, right? And what does that say about myself? Like when Catherine invested to work with me, she was like, honestly, I wanted to work with you more because this is finally like an opportunity to work with someone who values what they do Mm. at such a level. And it allowed her to show up and take what I was saying seriously. It, it, I will tell you what created those huge shifts for her were seemingly small things. Yeah. Didn't have to go jump off a bridge to like demonstrate to the universe that she was ready for, you know, 1.85 million. And then on to 2.6 was like the next. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Insane. Um, It's really just looking at, if what I'm offering is potentially the portal that someone can step into and my world is magic. Like when people come in that, then they're transformed in such a way they get to live a life of magic and then it gets to be spread to others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't apologize for calling people to, a very high standard. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So good. I, yeah, I'm just like, I've had so many light bulbs in this conversation. I know. And that's why it's hard (laughs) to even have a response back because there's like so many things firing in my brain. Yeah. I'm like, I can't pick one. I know. (laughs) I feel the same way. Like my mind is blown. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what though? I think Catherine had the same reaction when she was talking because like, she'd be like, uh, like, Yeah. I, I still remember like you. Yeah. And that's how you ended up working together. Right. After that first conversation, she's like, I need your energy. Like that's, it's so like ma- magic is the word that you use. It's magical. It's very attractive. Like, it's like, it sounds like the truth. It sounds like, 
Yeah. You know, that's why all these things. I well, kind of going back to what you said about what you're investing in and what that says about you. Before I did any of this manifestation work, I learned, I had this kind of light bulb moment where I was like, my money is of it's not about like spending money. There's like another level happening here. This is my vote. I'm voting. Like I'm create I'm shaping the world by how I spend my money. It's like what kind of world do I want to create with that? And like I want to create a world where the grocery store is only organic food and only um health conscious mm-hmm. and on- like no chemicals. That's like that's the kind of world I want to live in. And it it's everything. Like everything that you spend your money on is a vote for how you want the world to be. And I'm going to take it one step further for you because money is energy, right? Um, It's about the energy. Your energy is your vote. Mm. Okay. So it's not even just what you spend your money on, right? So let's say you spend your money on a course. Okay. You spent the money on it and you're like, oh, what I'm voting for is for more of this. But if you don't actually also focus your energy on yeah. that, right? <laughs> so so your attention, your energy, right? What getting very aware to what am I actually investing my energy into and becoming um so unapologetic mm. about how you're spending your energy. Mm-hmm. Saying mm-hmm. no to the things that you are not invested in perpetuating on the planet right yes like fear tactics by the media right or um ridiculousness on social media right just not feeding it energy so a lot of people Mm. um the the way we've been brought up in a very um hyper masculine way of, of doing things is, oh, we have to fight against blank, right? Like if we want to have organic, like all organic grocery stores, we need to fight against right the, the quote unquote traditional, I can't even call it traditional standard. Let's call it standard diet, mm, mm. but no, actually what is even more powerful than that, which is the the feminine way, which is like the more diffuse way is no, I'm just going to simply starve that of energy. Yeah, right. And invest my energy here. Focus on what you do want, not what you don't want. Yes. And it will die on its own. And while it dies, we've built the new reality. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Love it. And also see like all the brain things that we're firing, unapologetic living. Yes. You embody that. Like you embody this this way of being that's like, this is what I do. <laughs> and I know it serves a higher purpose. Yes. And I know, oh my God, I can't. There's so right? many things. It's just like, this is what I do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care. But <laughs> you're you know, welcome. like, you're welcome. And the, right. It's this embodiment of, I, well, I also feel like you are obviously just, you're stepping in, you're in your calling. You're just mm-hmm. in your calling. And mm-hmm. like, you can't deny that, you yeah. know, you just can't deny yeah. It would feel very uncomfortable and unnatural for you to be doing something otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I have, there's, it's funny, I've got three questions that I'm thinking here. I'm very aware of your time though. Oh my gosh. So like, I know we've gone over. Okay. So Time-wise, like, I'm fine. I've got okay. another 45 minutes or so. 
Okay. Okay. We're not going to take that much more of your time, but like, oh my God. Um, okay. So, okay. My first question is, um, if, if someone, what would you say to somebody that's listening right now that hasn't followed their calling? I feel like a lot of our listeners are still participating in, what did we call it? The standard. (laughs) Um, and haven't taken that step to move towards a magical life. So what would you say to that listener? Yeah. Um, I always start with two pillars. Um, really for anyone that you can, you can literally start today. And I highly encourage everyone to start today. Stop waiting until tomorrow. Stop waiting until, you know, you're 40 or 50, like I thought I was going to be, or you're, you know, retired. You, I personally believe in and see and understand reincarnation, but even if you don't, right? Time is limited, quote unquote, here. Mm-hmm. It's, so the first thing that you, number one, need to have is um, evolution of your self-awareness, right? Your consciousness, really being able to see, actually, what am I investing my energy in instead of being in robot mode and just like always being on autopilot actually being able to watch yourself and see how you are being in the world is the very first step um the second step then is intuition because like i shared in my story i could not have imagined being here and i i would not have imagined this for myself period like I was going to become a doctor. I was going to be like, this, this was not on the radar as yeah. even option. Right. The way that I got here was unapologetically following my, following my intuition. So, you know, when people thought I was absolutely bonkers for like, I graduated magna cum laude, like I had the grades, I could have gone to medical school and here I'm saying no to it, people thought I was nuts. Yeah. But my intuition was telling me something. Um, when I got my butt onto a plane and went to Africa, people thought I was crazy, right? But my intuition was guiding me there. And so following inspiration, right? Following that light inside of you that for me, it actually feels like, a, um, like it gives me more energy when I follow that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most of the time it's uncomfortable and that's why people don't follow it because it's, it's your edge. Mm. It's constantly going to guide you to an edge where you can evolve, where you can become, um, another version of yourself, right. And, and learn more about yourself. But today you can start by simply, it can be small. Like, you know, what do you want to eat for dinner? What tea do you want? What creamer do you want in your coffee? Like it, it doesn't even have to be huge stuff, but it's getting yourself in the practice of getting out of your mind and like what you think and what's logical. Oh, well, I should have this dessert because it is sugar-free and Mm -hmm. but your body's like actually this 
this yummy chocolate pudding (laughs) is actually what's in alignment for us. And so getting in the practice of being able to tell the difference between what is your intuition and what is, you know, an automatic robot subconscious response. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, yeah. The two steps. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I mean, for us, our lives have changed a lot and it had a lot to do with us following those. The nudges. Those nudges. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that don't make sense. You just do them anyway. Yeah. And then crazy shit goes down. We've got a whole podcast that documented the whole thing. So my next question is two part. Um, it is, uh, what motivates you? Like what gets you up in the morning and gets you going and like, you know, lights that fire under you. Um, and where are you headed? Like what's next for you? Can I interrupt that just for a second? Can I ask you what your first thought is in the morning? This is just personal research. Yeah. I'm doing research. First thought in the morning. Hold on. Let me put myself in, in that moment in the morning. Okay. The first thought is coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be something so profound. (laughs) That's a great answer. I am one with that editor. That's what Sam was thinking was going (laughs) to happen. Yeah, no. My very very first thought is it depends like what my body is in. Right now I'm in a coffee mode and then something will happen and my body will be like tea. And um, yeah, so that's my very first. (laughs) that's a perfect note because that's so great because what you're saying is like it's a body need you know like what you're saying is it's a body I've re-entered my body and it wants coffee right yes (laughs) instead of it being like because for me in the morning it's like for you it's just like like, we're just gonna start with coffee don't worry about it like great okay it's good for me I had this profound realization when I was um in Egypt that because I was with very, I was with um, a group of other pretty spiritual people. Um, and the whole theme was like around elevating consciousness and humanity and so on and so forth. And there's so much conversation in, in spiritual spaces around like trying to be like the divine, so on and so forth. Mm. Um, and I was like, yes, like there's definitely a phase for that, but I'm like in this moment, right now, this, this phase of my life, I'm like, I want to be as human as humanly possible. Yes, love like, that. I want to be love like that. fully human. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with like desiring to be more like the divine. Um, but I think we could start with like, imagine what the world would be like if we all focused on, on like actually being human. Yeah. 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 It would look a lot different. <laughs> it just takes the pressure off a little bit. I feel yeah. like. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I can just be. Yeah. I can feel Ooh. things. Right. I can yeah. feel good things. I can feel bad things because that's what being a human is. Like we don't yeah. let ourselves go there, but yeah. in all of our thoughts. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I kind of interrupted your question. Right. Yeah, sorry. Bring it back to me. But what okay. was the question? I I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll reset. Um, so what motivates you in the morning? Like yeah. what motivates you to be human in this world and to, to do what you want to do? Um, and what's next for you? Like what's the next, the next leg of your manifestation journey? Ooh. Okay. Um, 
I've been exploring this and it might not like it's not an, a popular thing to say right now, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I am very motivated by like the love for my son and my husband. Like, mm. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I feel this like just deep desire to want to be my best for for them like yes for myself but I know that when I'm my best self um that they that mm. they're benefiting and I'm like I I feel like they deserve it they deserve my best mm. I'm, I'm not always my best trust me <laughs> so definitely not some like perfectly enlightened being um I curse, I fart, I snot, <laughs> and all the things. You mean you're a human? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, at least this time around, I'm a human. Um, maybe next time I'll be something else. But, um, yeah, I, I'm very motivated by, by them. Like this year, we got to put our son in um, a private Montessori school wow. that was you know, really like in alignment with who he is. Cause he was, he just does not fit the model for, for public school. Um, and like being able to create that reality for him. And now he's like excited to go. Wow. It's like, I could just, yeah. Yeah. I, I just cry from yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then the other, the other piece of it is like, being able to offer the opportunity because I know that there's so few people who can offer this um, depth mm. and this freedom and ultimately this legacy that can come and being able to offer and invite people into that being their reality that is a huge motivator for me. It's also why I have committed to, and I've um, got in my email right now, an agreement. I'm going to be writing my, my book. I was going to ask you that. That was one of my questions. Like, you oh, yeah. Back. Yeah. <laughs> I so there's going to be a book coming. Um, the intention is for it to come out in like October, November, 2022. Mm -hmm. And that for me is like, I want this to be accessible to any and everyone yes. who does it. Um, Cause it's just not feasible for everyone to be able to like work closely with me, but I'm finding ways of like being able to share this. Mm. Um, that definitely mo motivates me. Um, so that also like ties into the what's next on my manifestation. Um, the book was also a manifested thing. Yeah. It was on my list as a little girl. It was at the top of my yes. top 10 things I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I wanted to write a book. It's been prophesied in so many divinations and it keeps coming up. Everyone's like, when, when is the when? book coming? That was my question. I was yeah. like, I didn't write it down, but I'm like, when's your book? Like, I want to buy your book. It doesn't, <laughs> Where's the yeah, book? but I want it. Yeah. yeah. I want the book, right? Yeah, I want the book. Um, and so while I was in Egypt, I was having that, I've, I've been coming to some realization that um, writing, I'm just done writing. When I write, it sounds very 
educated, <laughs> like too educated. It sounds like mm-hmm. a research paper, right. <laughs> horrible. And I'm like, I just want to be able to, because my gifting happens in the moment. Um, when I prepare too much, if there's too much structure, it, it kills it. Yeah. And so I just need to be able to sit and speak and someone ask me questions and like yes. pull, yes. pull what I know out of me. And so, um, I was meeting, I went, I was in Egypt and I was with, um, this doctor, his name's Diva Nagula. He has an incredible book out called From Doctor to Patient. Um, it's a great book. I highly recommend anyone go read it. It talks about how he overcame cancer, utilizing some of the things we're talking about here. Wow. Um, and he was wow. telling me about this company. And so I'm like, I've got to check out this company because they like interview you and create this book. Can, what's the company? And, um, it's called Scribe. Okay. That's called scribe. And, um, so then I hopped on a mastermind call once I got home and there's like some new members in this, in this group that I'm in and I'm talking about how I met him and I, I want to meet with this company and like their marketing director had just joined (laughs) this mastermind. And he's like, Hey, wow. (laughs) That company. Um, that's crazy. So yeah, I'm going to be doing it. Wow. That's brilliant. Well, I'm excited. I know I'm thinking like, okay, fall 2022. Like we'd love to have you back to promote your book. Yeah. yeah let's right? do it. That yeah. would be so that cool. Because really then we could like read it and like say how freaking good year, and juicy like, it is. What year bring? <sighs> oh, we're, we're hoping big things for 2022. We're like, we're ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're so ready for it. So yeah, for me, I'm like, this is 2022 is going to be my year. Um, my, so if anyone's into numerology, I'm not super into it, but, um, so my, the day of my birth is the 22nd. I'm a life path 33, like a real one. Um, it will be my 33rd year of life. Wow. And, and Aww. it's 2022. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. So I'm like, yeah, yes. Let's, it's your let's, year too. It's totally your year. Yeah. I'm going to be 33 next year too. Sims do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god yeah. I love it. yeah 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 you'll hear more about that we've like we're actually doing a whole kind of reframing of our podcast right now and so right now we're doing a lot of like recordings with people and then we're going to launch everything in 2022 and it's gonna big changes are happening so you'll hear about all the crazy things sam's manifested in the last couple of weeks that's definitely changed the trajectory of our <laughs> lives yeah. it's really really exciting but we won't go into it because we do want to respect your time so do you have any more questions no i think we should give her yeah. her life back <laughs> I just, I can't tell you how like grateful, blessed, appreciative, appreciative. I can't even talk. We are of your time. Um, the fact that you're here on our podcast, honestly, it's like pinch me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, Makosi was on our podcast. Did you know? I had this dream. <laughs> this crazy dream. She that was we were, it was so weird. Are we sure you were there. <laughs> Are we sure this isn't a visualization that's like an acid trip that we're just my yeah. mushrooms? We're so um, grateful that it it is a pinch me moment. Yeah. And yeah. I can't tell you how valuable your words have been on this podcast. Like yeah. the amount of aha moments and light bulbs I've had yeah. from this conversation. And I know our listeners are going to have. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah, holding my I'm probably gonna cry when we turn this off. 
<laughs> you know, like hold it together, but I'm, I'm amazed and I'm so grateful. And it is no surprise that you are where you are today. Like mm-hmm. it's, your energy is unbelievable. And I know it's going to hit our listeners and yeah. change people's lives. Yeah. So Thank, thank you. you. That's that's my very long-winded way of saying thank you so much for your time. Um, I do want to give you an opportunity to to like plug whatever you want to plug. Like, where can people find you? Like, how do they sign up for your communities? Like, you know, promote yourself and tell us tell us all the things. Um, so the thing that I really want to share. So I gave I shared two steps, and I want to support you and your listeners with the very first step. And that is really uncovering your level of consciousness and beginning to develop that and Mm. and in a more conscious way. So you can get access to my consciousness quiz completely free. Mm. And it's going to tell you your level of consciousness, as well as some key tools that you can use to begin to develop your consciousness at your unique stage. And there's also a little bonus video from me to you um, whenever you complete that. And so that is, listen, we have like, like 70% of the people that land on the page complete the quiz because it is epic. Um, oh, I'm so excited. So yes, you can get that at bit.ly backslash Royal Shaman quiz. Um, I'm sure I'll also have my team send you all of that information. Um, and you can as well follow me on, I'm usually on Instagram at the Royal Shaman or my website, theroyalshaman.com, which is completely rebranded and new and so fun, pretty epic. <laughs> it's a little Game of Thrones inspired. I don't know if people are getting that, like Mother yes. Dragon. Right. Type. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. Kind of fun. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And or on YouTube. I do still also have some videos on YouTube, but I'm pretty much the royal shaman everywhere. Okay. Awesome. Easy to find me. That's amazing. Perfect. That's so wonderful. Thank you for that. I've never heard of that, a consciousness quiz. And I'm, I'm so curious. Yeah. And that's probably what we're gonna go do right now. Um, thank you again. Thank you so much for your time. And um, I'm looking forward to talking to you about your book in the future. I cannot wait to promote this thing. Yeah. This is gonna be so much fun. It's gonna after, be epic. Yeah, yeah. After the year that we're about to have, it's gonna yeah, be freaking epic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to talking to you soon and um, best of, you don't need luck. What am I saying? Um, All the best (laughs) for the future. You don't need my luck. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) All the best to you. Thank you so much. Having me. It's been absolutely incredible and so much fun to get to chat with both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, this is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. 
The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.